Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. In the book of Isaiah, chapter number 1 and verse number 8, it says this in the Living Bible. You stand there helpless and abandoned like a watchman's shanty in the field when the harvest time is over, when the crop is stripped and robbed. If the Lord of hosts had not stepped in to save a few of us, we would have been wiped out. Now, the King James talks about this scripture, and it talks about the besieged places. There are places in our life where we've been besieged, where we've been plundered and robbed from. There's those times. And here it says, we stand there, and to those that are looking, we look like that house that was in the vineyard. And it would, the house was in the vineyard, the person lived there to keep the wild animals away, to watch the crops, and make sure that everything was okay. And he says, you stand there like an abandoned house where the animals are coming in, and they're ripping off the crops, and people are coming in and taking what they want. And there you are. You are besieged. Maybe you're here this morning and you feel besieged. I've been there. I know what that feels like. And, and the Bible said God didn't abandon us. And He said if God hadn't stepped in, we would all be wiped out. But praise God, God stepped in. God stepped in and He won't forsake us. We can trust in Him and we can make it. Say, I can make it. Look to the person on either side of you and say, you can make it. You know, sometimes when we find ourselves, like I, the scripture I just read to you, the besieged places and being in shambles, we can just, our life can, we can just get so disoriented. You know what I'm talking about? Just disoriented. You know, normal things and the normal course of life and things that you do, you know, you just are not even able to carry on and to do those things, you get so disoriented. I can speak from experience. It's like, do you go forward? Do you go to the side? Do you go back? Do, what, what do you do? Everything is so different and you find yourself in such an experience, you're just disoriented. You know, you've seen uh, uh, the uh, pilots that would fly the planes and sometimes they get disoriented and they can crash the planes. Well, sometimes in your life, you're like that pilot who is disoriented. And if you don't trust in the Lord and if you don't do it His way and if you don't hold on to Him and, and, and uh, uh, trust in Him, you can get disoriented and you can crash. But I've got good news. If you do crash, He can come to your aid. Amen. We must trust God to help us. You know, I was reading... In Matthew 4 and 24, I was reading over there and it was talking about Jesus going about and He was ministering to the people. And when Jesus came across the people, He healed the people of their sickness and their disease. If you have sickness in your, and disease in your body today, Jesus heals those who are sick. I have good news for you today. 
Not only did he heal those that had sickness and disease, the Bible says that he healed those that were tormented. You know, there are times in our life when we're just tormented from the voices of failure and from the voices of people that want to intimidate us, that want to continue to heap up condemnation upon us. I want to tell you that Jesus heals people who are tormented. Some of you, you've made messes in your life. You've just made messes. Been married two or three times. You know, haven't taken care of your children maybe that are grown and now you are sorry because of that. Financially, you've been irresponsible. We could just go on and on and on. But we don't have to stay there. We can see that God can deliver you from the torment that is associated from a life of failures. He may have you go back once you receive from His hand. He may have you go back and He may have you talk to those children. He may have you talk to an ex-spouse. He may have you, you know, get some things straightened out in the business realm or whatever. You know, I don't know. I'm not God, so I'm not calling you to do that. You have to trust in Him and listen to His voice. But Jesus healed those people of sickness and disease. He healed them of torment and He healed them of demon possession. Some people are possessed by the devil. They can't get off of pills. They can't get off of drugs. They can't stop watching pornography. They're possessed. Jesus delivers possessed people. Demon-possessed people, Jesus delivers. Now that's a good message. And then also... He delivers people with mental illness. In that same scripture in Matthew 4, 24, Jesus delivers from mental illness. The the King James calls uh, the person a lunatic. He delivered them. Mental illness, Jesus can deliver. Now, can psychologists and psychiatrists, can they help you? Limitedly, yes, they can help you. But I'm going to tell you, ultimately, if you want to get that devil out of your life, you're going to allow Jesus to deliver you. Many things that go on in life today is under a, under a cover. And it's de- demons working, demonization, and we're not even aware of it. See, we're a full gospel church, but if we're not careful, we'll let those kind of things strip, uh, slip from us. We'll let them go. There's not a devil under, you know, every scarf that we pull up or behind every door. You know, that's fanatical and people take it and go that way. And then what we want to do, okay, we don't want to associate with the fanatic, so we just won't say that. No, I'm saying it. Jesus delivers from demon possession. And don't you be stupid and play games with the devil. You be serious about it. Amen? Boy, that was straight talk. I want to tell you this morning that God can rebuild in your life. He can rebuild. You remember the story in the Bible how that um, Nehemiah was sent to the old broken down city of Jerusalem? And when Nehemiah went there, he was to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Do you know what Nehemiah's name means? Comforter. 
God wants to rebuild the broken down walls in your life. And He will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to help you through that process. It's very important that you remember that. The Holy Spirit is powerful. He is the arm of God in the earth. Jesus said, I'm going to heaven. It's profitable for you that I go. Now, how could that be? It's pro wouldn't it be wonderful to have Jesus here with us? Well, we do have him here with us, but he's in heaven and he sent himself back through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is very instrumental in the rebuilding process that goes on in our life. And, we, and, you know, this morning, many, many people prayed to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Use that prayer language because the Bible says that you build yourself up when you do that. The Holy Spirit comes in and He's working and He's building on the inside of you and strengthening you, rebuilding in you. You know, one I like in Ephesians, I think it is, one the Amplified Bible says, leaning on the Lord, your whole entire personality leaning on the Lord. I'm going to tell you, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit and I began to live uh, the kind of life that I needed to and began to get into the Word of God and find out who I was based on those pages there, I'm going to tell you something happened in my life at that time. My whole personality changed because I was leaning on the Lord. And those things that weren't right in my life, as I surrendered to Him, He began to change. Some of you, that's a word from the Lord for you today. You don't like your personality. You don't like certain characteristics or certain things that have been deposited in you, uh, maybe from home life or whatever that, that wasn't good, that wasn't positive, and it needs to be changed. Don't you keep saying, that's just the way I am. That's just the way I am. You let your entire whole personality lean over on the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to change you. Sometimes we're nasty because we want to be nasty. Sometimes we're ugly because we want to be ugly. And we can allow God to change us and rebuild us and make us what He wants us to be. Amen? Amen. Now, we've got to bounce back, right? We're bouncing back from adversity or helping someone else to do that. 1 John 4, 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Who's them? The evil spirits. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Bringing the calamity, the bruising, and everything else. Greater is he that is in you than the one that is coming against you. Now you must see that. We must realize that. Sometimes we feel like the greater one are the forces of darkness that come against us. But the Bible says greater is he. It didn't say greater is he that is in heaven. It says greater is he that is in you. God is in you this morning. And the devil is not going to get God. Jeremiah 17 talks about... When the heat comes, you're not going to fail when the heat comes. Everybody, that when the heat is on, what do we do? We can fail or we can be what Jeremiah talks about. We can be like the tree planted by water and we can draw on the water source, on the Holy Spirit and on the Word of God to bring strength and nourishment in the drought. 
And in the dry times, when the heat is on, what do you do? What do I do when the heat is on? Well, I'm going to draw from the waters of the river of life. I'm going to draw. And that way I'm not going to be parched. I'm not going to be scorched. I'm not going to be burned. I'm not going to be destroyed. I'm going to draw that water because I'm a tree planted. See, we're not a tree like we've been watching in the news that has been blown over and ripped out of the ground by a hurricane. No, that's not us. We're planted by the water. Amen? Praise the Lord. This morning, I want to read a scripture to you out of the Living Bible. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. It says, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but not crushed and broken. We are perplexed because we don't know why things happen as they do. But we don't give up and quit. We are hunted down, but never ab- God never abandons us. We get knocked down, but we get up again and keep on going. I'm here to tell you this morning, we get knocked down, but we get up. Everybody say that with us, me. We get up. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. We get knocked down, but what? We get up. We are not down. We're not staying down. We're bouncing back from the adversity that happens in our life. We are not staying down. We get up. Hallelujah. Isaiah 60 in the Amplified says, Arise from the depression in which the circumstances have kept you. Rise up in new life. This morning we are here to rise up out of the ashes. The Bible says He gives you beauty for ashes. What are ashes? Ashes are something that's in our life, folks, that's been burned up, a hope, a dream, something, you know, that we thought was going to be a certain way and now it isn't. It's burned up and what's all that left there at our feet? But the ashes, and God says, I'm not going to leave it ashes. I'm going to turn ashes into beauty. Some of you don't know what you're going to do next. You don't know what's, you know, there's just so much stirring up in your life. You don't know what you're going to do next. I tell you what you're going to do. You're going to rise up. You got knocked down, but you're getting up. You get back up. And the ashes that are there, you're going to allow God to turn the ashes to beauty. Father, in the name of Jesus this morning, there's people here, Lord. They need a touch from You. They need You to wrap Your arms around them, Father, and just pull them in this morning. I thank You that You're here to do that, Father. Many of them, they've heard me talk this morning. They've heard Eddie talk in the past about the difficulties that we've been through and we're going through, Father. And I know many of them, they've got circumstances and situations that are going on in the same way. Maybe not the same circumstances and situation, but same difficulty, same calamity, same 
kind of things, the storms, the water, the fire. But I thank you this morning, Father, that they can know that you are here to minister and that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here to help them, to launch them and to send them a little bit further, a little bit further. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.